back to the NTR network. The doctor's here with Hirosha Parrish and Jersey. This conference will now be recorded. And the go-to meeting AI, apparently, to discuss Star Trek Discovery, episodes two through five, which include Far From Home, when we see the Discovery finally arrive in the future, People of Earth, when we see Discovery finally arrive home to see that the Trump line of leadership has you know, endured. Forget me not where we visit the Trill homeworld for the first time and more MAGA leadership is in place, more xenophobia. And finally die trying when the discovery gets to the Federation only to discover that they are really people out of time that don't nobody really want to fuck with. What was everybody's thoughts on this <laughs> episode? Hey, 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 He lost the election. <laughs> And yet, he endured despite. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go first. Um, stop telling on yourself was like the theme, I would think, for these first five episodes. Because they kept saying like, hey, we're Starfleet. To everybody, we're this, we're that. And it's like, maybe kind of dial back a, like, who you are a little bit because it seems like particularly the second episode where it was like kind of the Western theme episode. And I know Saru was trying to really navigate the place and Georgia pretty much saved their butts, but it was like, maybe you guys need to like kind of take a step back and do stop doing the hello. I'm from earth. This is where my planet's location is before you go out here in the world, because it, it, it seemed like that seemed to be like the running theme, like with Trill with Starfleet, with just everyone they were meeting was like, you know, kind of stop telling on yourself. Yeah. Um, and then every time I hear someone say the burn, I keep thinking from the 70s show when Kessel says that, when they have those little jokes, like, burn! <laughs> say that. Um, I think this is still the Trekkiest Trek show ever. Star Trek Discovery is like all the Easter eggs and the themes that are interwoven in all these different episodes. I know Laura Dex tried tried to take the crown. It did a great effort, great first season for a Star Trek show, but the, the, the champ is back and I'm just, I'm in awe with all the themes that they have taken and stories and species and just kind of woven them into the, the major arc and themes that are going on with this, this series. And um, I'm liking the fact that, you know, Enterprise exists and the whole time travel Cold War thing is kind of like a little subplot so far in this season, and I'm loving it. Those are my initial thoughts. Okay. I'm just happy that we have trills. Um, You know, uh, y'all know that I'm a huge Deep Space Nine fan, so... I'm just like I, I love the trill species. I love the symbiote and the symbiote species, and I love that that whole thing. So yeah. Well, it's one of those things where the episodes kind of show what happens when things aren't abundant, right? When you're not winning, when you're basically losing and on the edge of destruction, how quickly we'll retreat into 
anything other is suspect, anything other is dangerous and must be destroyed or set aside or pushed off. That's really what these last several episodes kind of highlighted is the nature of sentient species to prioritize self-preservation, sure, but even at the expense of people who are trying to strive for higher ideals. Yeah, and the, the Admiral in the, the last episode really emphasized that, where he said, like, we don't explore anymore. We And then, then he said, like, we've been on triage for so long. And you kind of get the sense of that from just uh, Lieutenant Willa. Like, they're not trained science officers. They're the military. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not scientists. So when they were spouting some stuff that might seem kind of you would think would be basic scientific information, given that it's like almost a thousand years old, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you're, you're not trained to be a scientist. You're, you're trained for something completely different. And I, it would be interesting to see as we move forward how that clash of this different kind of more militaristic Starfleet versus as Sru was saying, we're here to kind of give hope, make you look up, look at the Renaissance, get you out of dark ages, the, the idealized version of Starfleet at this, at this point in their, in these people's timeline. I think you make a good point because I, you know, literally watching the show, I was like, this Starfleet is dumb as fuck. <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, the military people do have specialties and they, they do do things, but there, there's some basic fundamental things that they're like, weapons warfare they were like very like way they are interrogating people and the way david kornenberg like broke down basically broke georgia like they're very like precision in this skill set so they they may know the basics but they're not they're not scientists yeah i mean there's nothing against them being military they specifically are dumb as fuck wait hold on real quick shout out to david kornenberg people forget he's a whole ass director some of the biggest movies we know and love, and he's just sitting here. Mm-hmm. I just love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was neat. And I'm hoping, <laughs> I, I'm not saying they have to, but I'm hoping like maybe there might be a little body horror this season and he's part of it in some fashion, just an ode to him. But I just love that he was there. He had a presence about him. He had a calmness about him. And I was like, I can't believe they got this get. Mm-hmm. And I know they filmed this before COVID, but I was like, how many other gifts are they going to get? I, I would love to see. Body horror. I'm going to let y'all watch ahead of the time. And um, if there is a body horror, let me know so I won't watch it. No. Well, and I was going to say, you mean body horror in addition to Tilly being like ingested by an interdimensional space vagina? Yes. Like, so I mean, was- that already happened. Yeah, well, or what happened to Dr. Colbert with the, the spores and stuff, that was very body horror. But I'm still waiting for them to bring back, I'm still traumatized from Star Trek, the motion picture, with that transporter accident that they opened up with. Mm-hmm. I would oh, love yeah. to see a modern version scare the kids like I was scared or something to that extent. I mean, mm-hmm. even Voyager had some pretty body horror stuff with those, um, I forgot the name of the species that had the, the disease, the phase where they were taking people's body parts. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you, you had the this man, damn show, don't you? You had the man. That ain't cool. You had the man. <laughs> you had the man who gave us Brundlefly. I'm sorry, but, but you have to do something with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I just I love that he was there. I don't want too much of him this season. Like the little bit that we have is great, 
and maybe he'll come back like a couple more pieces like that but it was just it was just brilliant and uh and i and i i, I like that that particular cameo also can we talk about the fact that for several episodes i'm like oh no what if detmer's um, AI thing needs an update and she's nowhere where she can update. Is that what's going on? It's like, oh no, she just has PTSD. Okay, good, good, good. Because I didn't... Wait, let me finish. What I was afraid of was that it was going to be a repeat of Aram's story. And I was mm-hmm. like, we don't need to do that again. We've been there, done that. You know, that that was cool. We don't need to do it again. So... Yeah, and it's good that they actually realize, hey, these people are kind of stressed out kind of have a little bit of PTSD going on um, and they may need some therapy. Who would have thought? Also, the <laughs> fact that they made a decision that they really they knew that they were leaving the past behind, but it doesn't sink in until they've left the past behind. Like, everyone who ever knew who I was is dead. Mm-hmm. What is home? What is family? What is life anymore without those connections? And I'm like, look, yeah, we- look, look, d- Michael told y'all to stay behind. She was willing to take the ship on her own. Y'all the one had to be all heroic and jump on the goddamn ship. So don't be side eye. I just don't want this to turn into a blame Michael scenario. Yeah. Um, and when they did finally get to Earth and it was like kind of not fascist, but definitely get off my damn property, Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and they found that tree and they were where Starfleet used to be the academy and they had that kind of connection like they all used to be under this tree and study and stuff like that that was a very great feeling but it, it was started slowly sinking in and they had that opening for the third episode where they're going to trail where Culver is like people aren't connecting they're not doing anything we need to kind of get people to gel together and he's like I can relate to some extent but something needs to be done you know shout out to now Captain Saru mm-hmm. you know Captain Saru here, that you know, um, that dinner was and brutal. he's trying to, he tried so hard with that dinner. <laughs> Poor baby, he tried. Yeah, good old Captain Calamari, he gave it his best effort. Sir? I know Chris ain't here, but we ain't doing the Captain Calamari. You Somebody stop. has to take the reins. You stop. <laughs> I mean, y'all trying to get me to stop watching the show talking about you want body horror because David Cronenberg showed up. So I got to do something, right? He got to get his licks in, huh? (laughs) But he tried so hard and they had the best plays, all the kind of people's favorite foods. And it just, it it just wasn't happening. And I I felt really bad for him because it's like the really first, like kind of serious captain decision. I'm going to sit down with my crew. We're going to talk. We're going to kind of get to know each other at this different level. And it just... Don't yeah, think, that was rough. Yeah, that, I don't think that would have been the, was the best. Uh, it was a, you know, it was a. At least you tried. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, God, everybody on that ship needs a psychiatrist. And Cobra ain't it. Right, he's like, I'm a doctor. He's, I can recognize what's going on, but I can't fix it. Right. Mm-hmm. And who well, knows? Maybe at the new Starfleet, they'll get a counselor. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. With this new Starfleet, no, they not. Yeah, I've I've been to military counseling before. This not 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 recommended. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not just that. Like you know, Culver is a doc. Like I don't know 
how much training as a doctor he gets in like psychology as well. But I think, you know, he ran up in, into an issue with they have to come to him. Mm-hmm. You can't help somebody who's not ready to be helped. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And he reached, he was reaching out. Like he was saying, you need to talk. I'm here. And especially with Detmer, like even when they went to Starfleet, they were like, look, her baseline. Look, I don't know if your doctor told you. Look at her baseline. She's not help. She, I don't know about this. <laughs> you sure she should be piloting in anything right now? <laughs> And they all they all stood behind her, but I I mean she might need to take a a, a step back, maybe a little no, a little no. vacation for a little bit. That haiku mm-hmm. about Stamets' blood at the dinner, I'm like, oh yeah, she's Ooh, crying. That, uh, she's crying. oh that was creepy. Oh. That was so creepy. But she also wasn't wrong about his attitude about how That's he true. thinks he's the the shit, the only shit on this on this. Um, on the on the vessel and she's up there like really like dodging the asteroids dodging the control bots everything and making those decisions and she was the one who had to land discovery on that planet and get it off the planet or try to get it off the planet before michael came for the rescue Mm -hmm. i mean it's not all him yeah yeah and then how dismissive he was of tilly as well Mm -hmm. yeah tilly's like well what what do we try to do this and she just wanted to talk it through and figure it out. And he was like, no, 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 no. He, he literally said, don't waste my time. Yeah. Like, like you do realize, like, you do realize that um, you wouldn't have got accomplished half as much as you have without her. Right. She literally saved his ass and brought his, like, dead husband back to life from that other place mm-hmm. with her connection to the Mycelia Network that she has. That you did it. I mean, yeah. So yeah, he was all one. Yeah, he was. And also the fact that Captain Suru was saying it, and now the kind of like the admiral. Um, I can't remember uh, Omar's Isn't it? Uh, character's name, but uh, him saying like they're gonna du- try to duplicate Discovery's technology, and they need more than just one Stamus, which kind of makes sense it's the whole like the whole bus trope like if you hit everyone's on the bus and what are you gonna do and he's like no i'm I'm the guy i'm like dude come on we've always known stam as being the only interface isn't healthy for him anyway it's admiral vance by the way so them trying to replicate the technology it makes sense them trying to pull the ship apart to do it is fucking stupid y'all said yourself you, you said yourselves you don't have the logs from a hundred a thousand years ago so you're gonna pull apart something you don't even understand how it works without the guidance of the people who do know how it works that's really fucking stupid um, well so to, oh go ahead no go ahead well it's I like switch subjects it's like saying like they they wanted to take over discovery and pilot themselves i'm like look i understand like if you're if someone who captains a, a modern boat now and you want you see like something from like a, like a pirate ship? You could think you can do it, but no, <laughs> not really. I mean, you might understand the basic concepts, but it's a whole the whole navigational thing is a different beast. And they kept us through. And Michael were right. Like, no, we this is our first off. It's our vessel. We know how to do this. And you guys coming in for to, to do something that is a critical mission, and you've never done this before, but you think you can, you can't, 
that's stupid. Like, don't pray on well, the night because okay. if we wanted to, we could take this ship and jump the fuck out of here and you'd never see us again. Okay, but here's the other thing. This is the elephant in the room that we all haven't addressed yet. Um, what if the ship doesn't want another crew? Oh, there's that. The sphere data, with, with, yes. Yeah. Because the sphere data is kind of becoming sentient AI. It's using a computer to talk now. So I'm like, mm. And we know from Calypso, she does become sentient. We just don't know how mm -hmm. that fits in. I have my own theories. So I won't say it. But we know she does become sentient. And Saru suspects it. He says, like, the fit, the, the ship is the reason why we were, we're watching this movie. Mm -hmm. um, and so they're very cautious. And they kind of known a little bit, like, the sphere is kind of AI-ish growing. But it hasn't really formally introduced itself to the crew. So there's that. And there's also a theme with the mycelium network. Like, what makes you think the mycelium network, because we know they're sentient beings, is going to allow anyone else but Stamus and Discovery to come through? Yeah. Because it barely allowed them <laughs> to come through when they tried, when they had to go in. So we need to Yeah, talk there, about there's a whole lot of no here. Yeah. The other a elephant, whole lot of no. The other elephant in the room we need to address is Michael. So a few things. This is just a little black woman hair knowledge thing. That girl hair didn't grow that long, and the fact that they're not acknowledging it, then some extensions is irking me. But I'm gonna set that aside. It's Discovery is CBS. What the fuck ever. <laughs> but it's beautiful. Come on. You know, it's beautiful. But let's not let's not play that game. That's not how natural. Hair okay, works. okay. Um, set that aside. Michael is back to season one, Michael, without the Vulcan restraint. And that has me worried because my girl is tripping. She tripped. Uh, Saru had to set her aside. And yeah, say, and Look. you could see on his face when she was talking, he was like, you need to pull it. He it could see. <laughs> no, and on his face, you could see that he was seeing season one, Michael, who got George uh -huh. killed. You could see it. He was, he, and he, I mean, he politely said it, but he was like, We've been here before. Mm -hmm. Why? Like, I thought you grew. Yeah. She got a little bit of taste of that freedom and she lost her mind. She regressed. And not in the most positive way. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, even with the whole uh, taking the ship with book yes. type of deal. We haven't talked about book. Yes. My, uh, yes. Sorry. my Mr. Black Fantastic, <laughs> my Mr. Favorite. I've had his on my phone. I've had just the, the initial, like, discovery promotion of him like from over a year ago on my on my phone <laughs> so <laughs> but even though that plan did work out that was kind of a season one ish but just with a pirate flavor on it michael move like i said and without the vulcan yeah. restraint she had learned over the years yes and i the thing I was kept thinking and really crystallized with the, the last episode was Michael, you can't lead unless you know how to follow. Mm -hmm. And she was following in season two, not so much season one, but season two, she was following. But now here in season three, she's leading, but she can't lead because she still hasn't fully understood how to follow. And I hope they explain a little bit more of that, why the, the regression and, working with that but I felt it felt very cringy and it felt I'm glad Saru smacked her upside the head a little bit but it's a problem it's the whole forgetting um when to advance and when to retreat and I think it has to do with her landing and discovery not being there I 
So it, I believe it's her own form of PTSD. It's just everyone's PTSD is going to look a little different. And for hers, it's this bravado acting out that's reckless and endangers her and everyone around her. And because and it's it's the mission. She's got to have a mission. Michael without mm-hmm. a mission is she has lost. a couple of different missions she's trying to make for herself. One that little music thing, mm-hmm. and then finding her mom, and then figuring out for her. Yeah. So for her, I mean, she's leaning so deep into these missions, but she's not stopping to reckon with what has happened. So, yeah, you're looking forward for your mom, who now there's no record of. But you've lost everybody that meant something to you as well. And you're not dealing with that either. You've lost your brother. You've lost your dad, you know. Well, she says to Saru that that her being alone in this strange world has broken her in some way, mm-hmm. but she doesn't want to talk to him about it in, in particular, you know, the specifics. And we don't know what the specifics are. Right. Yeah. And there's also the whole issue with her kind of looking for her mom and her mom being, you know, a time traveler. They're time travelers. Like Starfleet said, they don't trust them because they're time travelers. And there's this whole temporal cord where they dismantle time travel and the war was over, which we kind of knew from Enterprise that the war was over, but there's no time travel, which they really need to explain that to me. But we have, I feel like they know, like Starfleet, this military Starfleet knows about, because that Admiral was side-eyeing Michael so much, knows something about her mother. But, yeah, I, and I don't think Book was probably the best person to help her navigate this new landscape, if you will as a courier and kind of a kind of a, a rogue, if you will. But yeah, everyone's dealing with this whole moving forward so weird and so differently. And I, and I like it for the characters. And I also like the fact that it shows different forms of PSD. It's not like what we've always seen, like the whole, like either the extreme version of the Rambo or like a breakdown crime version. There's all these different ways that people deal with trauma. And we're seeing it. Well, hopefully they come to some sort of a solution to not get rid of PTSD because you really can't get rid of it, but to mitigate it somewhat because otherwise everyone on that ship is going to explode and it will not, it, what we saw at that dinner will just be, uh, will, will be a distant memory because when it goes, it could go horribly. It can, it, it really can. And I, I think we kind of talked about this and with the Picard about their trauma that's not dealt within within the Federation. And I, that was the kind of the thing with, I understand with the burn that I lithium crystals exploded. They were losing, because it was a resource, they were, I guess, mining all the available dilithium there was. So there wasn't much of it to begin with before the burn happened. Uh, they were thinking of alternative ways of travel. Um, just wasn't kind of working out and now everything's kind of shattered and what really didn't make sense to me and i I think you touched on it a little bit doctor was about abundance Mm -hmm. was like yeah you don't have abundance but people are still people they still want to make connections they still want to group together they still want to have some formation i mean we we see this all the time with you know different conflicts here uh 
people don't really turn on each other. They they do gather around and say, okay, shit is happening. We only have this much. We need to work together. Let's kind of work together a little, you know, Wait, to get they, through this to this point. Don't they turn on each other? We just had a whole election where we saw people turning on each other because of life. Well, I, I studied, you know, war conflicts and stuff like that, refugees and things like that nature. It's not to the extent where the media has kind of emphasize the the badness of everything you, you see it all the time there where people do rally around together and try to build some form of a community that's the, the natural thing that people do um but yes we we do see these conflicts and people crashing together i just i don't i don't see enough of the the rallying around to together the uh, admiral Vance said they were 350 member worlds at their peak and now they're like 35 that's what they know of because communication with the the relays is all mucky muck so i just i felt like there should have been a stronger connection and i think the fundamental reason for the the breakup of the federation has more to do internally instead of just not being able to get in touch and we kind of touched with it on the card how there's certain traumas that the federation has not dealt with and maybe it just kind of build up and this was the thing that says you know what like the troll people said to to uh, Michael and like you you have no authority here. Fuck you. We're not a federation world. Bye. <laughs> so I, I I hope they kind of break down and explain that. But I don't know. That's just just a thought. And you have some wor worlds that weren't federation that are now, like Saru's home world. Um, mm -hmm. Barzan is now a part. So. I don't know. I, I'm going to, uh, unpopular opinion here. I'm not a fan of Adira. I was hoping they'd be able to successfully remove the symbiote and put it in an actual trill and we could have an actual trill. Yeah. Um, um, board. I, maybe she'll grow on me the way Tilly grew on me, but I don't see it happening, honestly. Why not? I'm curious to know because I, I think she's adorable. I mean, I think they're adorable. I think a gray is adorable. I'm not sure about I would prefer here. gray. Yeah. I would have preferred Grey. Okay. Like, and I won't lie, like, episodes four and five had me, they were emotionally impactful. I was crying. <laughs> they, they got me. But I was really hoping that, not, obviously we can't get Grey back because she has the symbiote because Grey died. However, I would have preferred Grey. Having met Grey, the little bit of time we had with Grey, I would have preferred Grey to Adira. I also would have preferred that they wouldn't have shifted right back into the burying your gaze trope, even though they once again mm -hmm. tried to circumvent it somewhat by having uh, Gray appear as a manifestation, manifestation, anxious heart, manifestation of that symbiote. But what they, uh, mm, um, yeah, now I'll give you that. That that was a little off putting. It was. I think it they'll was. be fine eventually. But the fact that they had to go back to that tired, unnecessary trope again, yeah. it really bothers me. Mm -hmm. and they should know better than correct, this by now. Like, correct Didn't me they just I'm, go through the same damn backlash with Cobra and Stamets? Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong. I, I feel like Gray is transgender. I wasn't sure. Yes. yes. Gray's a, a trans woman. I mean, a, tra a trans She's, man. I would have preferred, and you know, you can call me a social justice warrior if you wanted to. I would have preferred a trans character on board. 
to no offense, there is to so no many offense, trans just another people identify with the trolls to just in that fashion. Like a yeah. I would have preferred that to another white woman. <laughs> I'm sorry, and especially because we also lost. I forget, Lord, forgive me. I forget her name. Um, non. Yes, the fact that we turned around and lost non. Yeah, which I think will come back. I think the seatbelt will come back, but yeah, yeah. Um, this blue blue del barrio um, identify as white? I don't know. She look a little brown Nurse to me. Yeah, I know that much. She 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 look a little brown to me. So, so <laughs> if she does, I apologize. <laughs> Let's see. I'm looking. At but um. I know uh, there is a YouTuber, uh, this Dr. Jesse Jenner, who's a trans person, did a whole, like, three uh, three reviews about the whole issue, if anyone wants to see uh, the perspective about that episode and the issue of non-binary and transgender and, and what that means for the community and stuff like that and, and talking about that. But, yeah, I, had, I felt a way, considering we've already been here before, I thought we'd kind of gotten over this. Um, I prefer, I honestly did prefer, like, the Doctor, the great character, and... It'd be interesting to see moving forward with this character, what that implication means, because we know from the past, from T-Space 9 with Jazia, you're not really supposed to see your past lives like that. That is actually mm -hmm. an issue, and that was causing her problems. And I kind of like the fact that they still keep up, even a thousand years from now, the lie that that the secret is that anyone can have the symbiont, mm -hmm. um, but they don't want people to know that because that would commodify the symbionts, that that mm -hmm. is still being kept. Um, and also that even non-people, non-trail non people can be uh, in the symbiont and have a symbiont. So I like that secret is still kept. Um, I thought that was a good touch, but it would be interesting to see moving forward what that does because could gray because that what happened with josia was that that i forgot the name of the personality that the previous host but the murderer was kind of trying to take over josia will that happen will gray kind of whether she does it by design or by default take over andarian is that true well it's not gray it's tall tall is the truth well tall is the symbiont but the person the they're Gray, the personality that persona uh, could take over, because that was the issue with Jazia was she had that murderer in her, and she didn't know that it was being suppressed by the other personalities, and then he manifest. So she's from Canada. I'm having trouble tracking down her like lineage. Except, oh, she's white. So okay, never mind. Not that uh, it it says here that she identifies as white. Her ethnicity is white. So. Okay. Blue which, Bar or, um... Now kind of bugs me because she played a character called Marlo Cruz in another show, and a sure shit browned her down. <sighs> but what? Oh, oh, we're talking about the other one. Um, yeah. Right. We're not talking about Del Barrio. Who? Blue Del Barrio, the, who plays Adira. No, I'm not talking about. Oh, so, uh, not talking about so who? Okay, because Blue Del Barrio is um, Argentinian. Well, her parents are Argentinian. Um, and her pronouns are they. Yes. She's she's non-binary. Or they're non-binary. Okay. 
I also know that some Arge- Latin Latin Argentinians identify as white. So yeah, that that is that is valid. Yeah. And so back to my original statement, and in fact, now that yep. they've been browning down Rachel Rachel Ansharal in shows, does not sit well with me. But that's neither here nor there. What's done is done. We know what happens. I shall move on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I, mean, I'm welcome to all arguments about uh, Adira and Gray um, because I, I just don't see myself as the person to to sort of, I guess, critically analyze that in a way, I guess, because it's, it, you know, it's not, I, I don't have the, I don't, I don't think I have the, um, the knowledge to like to like break that down in a way um and so i'm I'm interested in in listening to people to people's arguments about how that how that plays out now here's the thing it had okay representation aside me wanting a trans person on the series aside i'm not and that jesus this is gonna get complicated and it's gonna sound shitty but it's not meant to be so I'm going to say it with the intention that I mean it and people can interpret it how they want. I'm not knocking non-binary people. I wanted to see Gray, not just because Gray was transgender, but because Gray presented as the more interesting character, which was interesting to me because when we first meet Adara, I was like, oh, they're interesting. And then as the episodes moved on, less interesting. And then we meet Gray. I was like, oh, yeah, thank you, Gray, for bringing, you know, thanks, dear, for bringing us to Gray. When, when, when we get in this person, this is who I want to see. This is who I want to learn more about. This is who I want to travel with. So I, that's what it is for me. I can see that. I, I had similar thoughts. I was like, why did we stick with this character here? That that seemed the more interesting character in, in the dynamics. And not that a dear could not also be on the show in some capacity. I just felt that was a more interesting character as the trail, as just a person in general. Uh, and it could have been acting. It could be the way it was written. I'm not sure. I was just, I gravitated to, towards that character, Gray. And um, I, mean, I, I know we're going to see more of Gray as Ghost Gray or Force Gray or however Force you want to put it. But uh, <laughs> I, just, I thought Obi-Wan Kenobi when I was seeing it. And I know it's been in Star Trek before with, with Jazia, mm-hmm. but that's what I thought. Or or, or from Grey's Anatomy, you know, that whole storyline. But I, I would have loved just I, one little change they could have made. Uh-huh. And I, you could have had both. You could have written it so that Senatal is the one who dies, and it, you know, because this person was her mentor, she agrees to take uh-huh. the symbiont, and that's the trauma that blocked it. And then they go to Trill. And Gray's the one who takes the tall symbiote and agrees mm-hmm. to travel with them because Tall was originally in the Admiral. And then you mm-hmm. can start a romance with Adira and Gray, and then you get both. I just you want, I, you know, I just you want can... more Gray. <laughs> yeah, you could have got that. You could have had something where exa- exactly happened with Adira and Dax, where something happened to where you had to put it in Adira. Gray was supposed to get it, but it's in Adira now. They don't know how to fix that because. There's no way to get for them to get to from Earth to Trill, but now there is, and so they travel to Trill. She gets the symbiote, and there's a, still the whole globe about a human having a symbiote, and they're they're saying to Gray, "Well, 
just because you're a trail doesn't mean you can have a symbiote, even though Senatol told you you could. No, I don't and mean that. I mean, you, we yeah. meet, yeah. I'm saying we meet Gray on trail. Yeah. Oh, on trail. Okay. Yes. And then because the Admiral, because Tall had been in the Admiral, Gray agrees to leave with Discovery with the Tall symbiote and Adira. Oh. And then they can start a little romance, but we get more Gray. We just want more gray. Yeah, that should be this. That should be justice for gray. Title. Start the hashtag. <laughs> we want more gray. But I, I still like you know just like the little character people they have so far brought onto this show. They've added weight. They've moved the plot forward. They haven't been too much of a distraction as far as I'm concerned this season. Um, and I know what was the name of the bad guy from episode two? The the guy that laid hands on Tilly and I wanted him to be murdered so bad. Oh gosh. Uh, How did I close that um, Oh damn, I closed the um, You know he's coming back. I just I just hope Tilly's able to like more than bottle him upside the head but like punch his ass or kick his ass or something. Jake Weber or Zara. Um, do you yeah. think he's coming back? Because they send him out at night when things can't survive with no weapons. They spent spent too much time on him, and he's a courier, and there's this whole another subplot. There's like five subplots, okay? So we have to find out the bird. We have to find out where Michael's mom is. We have to understand this whole time travel thing, because I think that's key. Uh, And then we have this Emerald Syndicate thing, where somehow the Orions and the Andorians have paired up and are just gobbling up territory and enslaving people. And he was a courier for that syndicate, which also Michael was a courier for that syndicate too. And the music thing, how everyone knows this same piece of music, even though they're all in different parts of the galaxy, if you will. I think so, that music has to do with the burn. Say again? Yes. I, I think that music has something to do with the burn. Oh. I think the burn yeah, has yeah. to do with Michael's mom. I think they're going to tie it in. Like, I don't know. There's something, there's like, there's something weird about the way everyone talks about the bird. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. Like, it's something that happened, but there's no details of it. No one knows exactly how it happened, but they just know it did. Or they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. Like, it was either so traumatic or so nefarious or something so awful that no one can speak of it. And it's just, it was just weird. It's just weird how it, everyone accepts that. Or at least people from the 32nd century accept that. This is weird. We're definitely in interesting uncharted territory and I'm kind of interested in seeing how they plan on sticking this landing here. Yeah. Yeah, they do have a lot of moving parts so far. And I think... I think the difference is that um, we're uh, there. They had a lot of moving parts in season two, but we had the the search for Spock as the anchor. We don't have an anchor here. Yeah. Well, I guess they figure the burn, discovering the burns origins is right. the anchor, especially when you that. have a galaxy class starship shows up with a shit ton of dilithium on board. Yeah, that's a walking bomb. And so, as much as Oded with his fine ass was pissing me off, and I, there, I <laughs> how was he pissing you off? 
I was being a fucking asshole. Let me tell you, me and my son were watching, and my son couldn't say it, but I could see him nodding every time I said, fuck you. I said, fuck you three times inside of two minutes every time he opened his mouth. That said, I get it. Like, it was pissing me off, but then I had to remember, as far as he's concerned, Discovery is a fucking time bomb that you right. brought right to where the remnants of the Federation and Starfleet are. I'd be pissed That's too. Right. But he didn't have to be a dick about it. Well, not only a time bomb, but he doesn't know if there's some kind of nefarious time agents. It was still because of the whole time court. Yeah, he said time traveled that long. You're telling me you're from way from the past that's against the the courts. You're criminals. You're not supposed to fucking be here. I would still fuck him. He too fine to be that. You know, he's too fine to be that mean. I didn't like it. <laughs> Can't have my fine ass man being mean like that. Mm-mm, we don't like it. Mm-mm. And then he's talking about, oh, you have like a super AI that was going to destroy the known universe. We can't even get our holograms not to freeze up, which is a little weird. Um, well, <laughs> to be fair, Georgia knew what the hell she was doing. Oh, right. yeah, she did. Oh, yeah. She was like, right. Listen, Michelle has been chewing up all the scenery every every in every episode of season three. Mm-hmm. Whenever you see her, she half the stage is gone because she didn't hate it. It's, she's just and the side eyes at that dinner and uh she fucking lined us. Let's just go ahead and get that out of the way now. Oh, yes! oh they have this whole thing on Instagram where they have like these vlogs of the different characters and Linus is like, Oh, she accepted my popcorn. <laughs> like we're going somewhere with this. Yeah, she accepted something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I just got to watch out because she, she also might eat him, too. <laughs> so... Look, we don't kink shame on this show, okay? So... <laughs> <laughs> might work for you. So real quick, um, did you guys watch the trailer, the coming up next, where Bookships is apparently a fucking Transformer? Yes. The, I'm we like, talk about these ships in the future. These ships, man. I mean, it was like a damn Rubik's Cube. I'm like, what? Okay, and that we, basically we got the Running Man head exploding technology that we're doing. So that's, yes. that's going to be interesting. Um, well, we saw that in the um, in the tech, in the, the opening, that, that book ship could could change um, change its, its form in some way. Dude, I didn't see it pull us so completely apart and reassemble. That yeah, well yeah. yeah, you got that's there's that. Well, we also know they have like programming, programmable matter, and yeah. all this craziness. I mean, that opening. I wish it was longer for episode five to see more of these these starships. I mean, I like the shout out to Voyager. Yeah, I like the O they did for the character for Nog for Aaron mm-hmm. Esberg. Uh, but and then they have a floating rainforest. It mm-hmm. it reminded me a little bit of Cowboy Bebop. With the the Mars station where they had their inner ring, but it's this is floating, and I'm like, this is crazy too much for uh, something that's supposed to be crumbling. This is yeah, but yeah, I, I still wanted to see everything. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. It also reminded me also of uh, the Kelvin timeline with Star Trek Beyond with the the Yorktown station a little bit mm-hmm. of this inner workings, but. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, seeing the ship break apart and then we have the exploding head things. It's like, 
it's a weird economy where they have like really simple basic stuff and then there's like this extreme like high tech stuff which could be like a whole class thing that they're trying to do i don't know well i mean that it's sort of i mean that's sort of what happens in a decline like certain technologies stay and certain technologies you just sort of lose It's true. I mean, there's certain stuff that got lost and that had to be reinvented during the, 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 from the Dark Ages to the Renaissance and stuff like that. So, and even now. So, yeah, it, it, it'd be interesting to see how they explore this. But we know, like, I feel like some of this is not going to be solved this season. No. Because we know they're filming season four, and we know officially from Alex Kurtzman that there's more seasons planned for Discovery at least all the way to 2027. Like, Star Trek is playing up to that far. So. And, I mean, at this point, I expect that because, I mean, it's clear that this is where they wanted Discovery to go all along. Um, And so this is where we get to the meat of the story. Because they said they're not going back. They can't go back. They can't go back. It's, It's against the law. Right. Even if it's not, so this they, is where even we if, are. But even if it's not, they can't take the sphere data back. It can never go back. And now that it's part of the it show, can't. yeah. Discovery. If they go back, it can't be with Discovery. Right. Yeah. So this is where we are. This is where the meat of the story has always, you know, this is where they always intended the meat of the story to be. So yeah, I, I think this is where we start to get the cliffhangers, which works for me. Anything else? Yeah. Anything else before we wrap up? Um, no, I think we pretty much cover everything. I just like you know, congratulations to Captain Saru. <laughs> uh, I think he's he's turned out to be a really good captain. Like he has a level head. He has compassion. He's thinking forward. He's thinking of everybody. He's willing to work with Starfleet. I just I just wish, like Giorgio said, he can't. He needs to be a little bit of a faster thinker. We saw that with uh, season two, figuring out what Michael and Book were doing. Um, but I, I think I think he is the captain for Discovery. Mm-hmm. Well, he learned under Pike, so he's, he he's there. And he also learned under the first Star Joe too. So even though she was more focused on Michael, he picked up what he could. Yes, he did. Yeah, ultimate. I mean, I I just want to see how they wrap this up. You know, um, again, I'm not. I'm totally here for the ride. So 